Hello. Again. Hello. This is literally our like 100th time recording. Yes. It's been a road. It's been, it's been a road. It's been it's a road. It's been a journey. It's been like an hour since we tried to start recording again. Yeah. So we're down to one mic. We had two, but... Mine is crapping out. Yeah. So we're on my old... It's not even old. We barely used it, but anyway. Welcome to Crime Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm Taylor. And I'm Nadine. And we've done this introduction 500 times already. Yes. (laughs) But pretty much, um, we're sisters. And this podcast is kind of a... Oh, can you explain to them? Because you explained it really well. Oh my god. The crime Sunday part. Yeah. So, first of all, we basically picked Crime Sunday at first because we like ice cream. But my big brain... (laughs) That's an exaggeration, by the way. No, it's big. It's huge. She's just talking about the side of my head because she's mean. I said size. I can't speak. Okay. But basically, since a sundae is like a mashup of different ingredients with ice cream, that's what our podcast is. So it's basically going to be a mashup of true crime, scary stories, and things like that. It will primarily be true crime, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like. But. You might get a mix-up of different things. Yeah, Who like, knows? I know I'm going to do a mix of... Well, I'm going to do a combination of spooky stuff and true crime. Yeah. Because I like that combination. It's very true. interesting. Yes. And I'm just going to do what I want to do. Because it's our podcast. Um, there should be a lot of comedy in here. Hopefully. I mean, I don't know how funny I am. I'm pretty damn funny. I'm glad you're confident in yourself. I'm That's pretty good. damn funny. <laughs> uh, sorry for the sniffles. She's so cold. It snowed where we are. It's amazing. It's kind of ice now, though. I know. I almost died going down to, um, or coming down for the car in a parking lot. To my house? No, to Target. Oh. <laughs> um, but pretty much how is this going to work? I need, I need an um calendar. Take a shot. No, don't do that. You're going to get alcohol poisoning. Y'all are going to be fucking drunk by the end of this podcast (laughs) if you take a shot. (laughs) All right. Um, Oh, man, it's lagging. Uh, I don't know. Can you do it? Should we turn down the volume? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. We were talking about our monitoring. Yeah. We need a better setup, but we're poor. (laughs) So <laughs> we're two broke bitches trying to create Literally, a podcast, yo, for I, real. Yeah. In 2020, what are we? What is life? Life is nothing. Nothing has meaning anymore. <laughs> That's very depressing. <laughs> That's she was me. kidding. There's I so am. much to look forward to, especially the end of this year. Like, can yes. you hear? I can hear. Okay. Um, she's deaf, so she can't hear anything. I'm not deaf. Yes, you are. <laughs> What we were saying was... Okay, also, warning, we're gonna ramble a lot. That's just in our nature. Yeah, I mean, we're sisters, and we just fucking bicker yeah, over Yeah, this, this is supposed to be a place where we get to talk about crime and all things, but also bond. 
about other things in our lives. Bond. Bonding, friendship. Wow, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, we'll get our setup right eventually. We'll get everything right eventually, but we'll get there. You know, we are two, two broke bitches. We are, definitely. That was a show. Two Broke Girls or something Yeah, like Two that? Broke Girls. Yeah. I love that show. I have Kat Dennings it. is bae. Um, so I'm starting off this week. So we're going to alternate weeks. Uh, I don't know what, what st- we don't know what stories each other are doing for the week. So it's going to be a surprise. Mm-hmm. It's going to be real fun. And Except for this one, because I already heard it before. Why'd you tell them I wasn't going to tell them? You know, I'm being honest, <laughs> because if my reactions seem lackluster, it's because I've heard the story. But yeah. that doesn't mean I'm not going to be as passionate as I was before. This is true. Taylor has heard this before, because we've recorded this episode before. Um, but I didn't want to <laughs> research another case <laughs> for this first episode. So we're going to go for it. We're going to wing it. And then next episode will be better. And every episode after that is going to be even better. Exactly. Like you'll see growth, hopefully. Character development. What? (laughs) You don't. Is this a career? Is this a job? (laughs) No, I was. Okay. If I can do this for a living and get paid, that'd be pretty bomb. I know. Don't we all wish? But this is for fun right now. For right now, yes. Right now. Um, you know what I was thinking about the, what? the other day, though? So, I'm having a son any minute now. Literally any he minute He might now. pop out. Like, hey, mom. Yeah. What's up? Like, my wife's due date is... Why did I look at my computer like my calendar was something? <laughs> my schedule. He should my, be born at this let, time on this day. <laughs> he should be born right now. Um, but our due date is December 20th, which is this Sunday. And I'm very impatient. She is too. But I was like, we're recording this podcast and he's eventually going to hear all of this and all of these episodes and I'm going to be exposed as a crazy crime mom. A crazy crime mom. But I'm okay. I'm okay with that because this is all, you know, me, my paranoidness. Is that a word? No, I don't think it is. Me being paranoid and, you know, having my eyes on and ears on everything around fly me on the wall i'm flying a wall like being that. very very observant is gonna be helpful in his future yeah he's gonna i'm learn not gonna let him get snatched up i'm gonna let him i'm gonna teach him all the ways looking out <laughs> listen if you see that white vein over there it's not ice cream no. <laughs> it's not <laughs> So it's okay. Anyway, so we're going to start now. Yep. This is my episode. This is my story. It's her time to shine, Uh, I guess. It's my time to shine. So. I'm not going to talk like that. Please don't. I would actually stop recording if you did that. (laughs) This episode is about Natalia Parker, quote, Tasha Selmer. I say quote because she's, people call her Tasha, Mm -hmm. but that's her full name. Um, this is set in Great Falls, Virginia, in the 70s. It's a 70s episode, which, which I thought I was going to start off with a real, like, recent ep- like recent crime mm-hmm. story, but I didn't. I didn't decide to do that. But the 70s was a shit show. <laughs> the 70s, the 80s, yeah. Everything pretty much just went down willy-nilly. Yeah. Crazy. Um... But yeah, this was set in Great Falls, Virginia. If you guys don't know 
where that is. It is in Northern Virginia. Question mark, you say? With your no, face. No, not question mark. Northern Virginia. Um, but Virginia is pretty much like Northern Virginia. And then the rest of the population is like farms and grass and... For the most part. Yeah. It's very rural. Very I don't know how rural. to say that. Is that how but you very say beautiful. It? Yeah. Rural. 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 Wow. I said that weird It's like too. when I say arugula. It's arugula. <laughs> I can't say She can't say that word. She also can't say arugula. Shut up. Say it. No, I don't want to. You already exposed me once. I'm going to cry. Um, but Great Falls Park is located in Great Falls, Virginia. Um, but it's a national park. And what it is, is pretty much in the name. It's falls. It's a fall. <laughs> beautiful falls. They're great falls. <laughs> the great falls. The great falls. The great falls. <laughs> there are no other falls in any other national park. Who cares about Niagara Falls? <laughs> that doesn't exist anymore. Niagara Falls isn't a national it's park. It's not? No, okay. you're dingus. <laughs> I don't... We're gonna ignore this. I don't think it is, though. <laughs> We're probably I just, so I just wrong. really doubted myself. Anyway, let's talk about where this is located for the next 30 minutes. I swear we have brain cells, I swear. So, this case is pretty gnarly. I didn't think I was going to start off with a gnarly case either, but I this case isn't super well known. Actually, I'm taking all of my information from one article that was written by her living sister. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler, she's dead. Yeah. That's sad. Why did you say it like that? I didn't mean to say it's so dramatic, but this is a murder case. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it's it's really sad how it played out and I wish she wasn't dead. The circumstances <laughs> of it and all the details just it blows my mind. It also yeah. really frustrates me. Yes, it's very frustrating. So y'all y'all are gonna get real frustrated in this case. It's a shorter case, but it's still very, very frustrating. Yes. So pretty much, like I said, there's not that much on this case. I think I actually, I first heard of this case from a hometown episode on Crime Junkie, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, I know where that is. And I've never heard of that case before in my whole entire life. So I looked it up and again, there wasn't a lot about it. Like, when you Google this case, it's maybe, like, three or four main articles. Mm. And that's about it. So I took every all of the information that I took from this case is from the article that her living sister wrote. Because I, I felt like that was the most accurate. Yeah. Obviously, because it's her living sister. Um, even though her sister was pretty young when this all went down. I was going to pause it because I have to sniffle. Okay. But I'm just going to sniffle and edit it out. Or I'm going to keep it in and be gross. Well, if you keep it in, here's me saying you're nasty. (laughs) Ew. Okay. We're all good. I can breathe now. Are you sure? Listen, it's cold. It's snowy. Yeah. My sinuses are all out of whack. (laughs) (laughs) But Tasha went to school at... I don't know why I'm starting in such a weird place. On October 29th. <laughs> yes, that's that's a correct. Okay. <laughs> that's more correct, right? I should start off with when it happened, yes. right? <laughs> um October 29th, 
Tasha and her sister. So she had two other sisters. It was her and her one sister. They didn't have the names in the article, but her and one sister were the older sisters and they went to the same school. Mm-hmm. And Helen is the sister that wrote this article and she was the youngest sister. So she went to a different school. Okay. Right. Oh, I didn't pick that up the first time you told me that, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, now I explained it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Her parents, um, her dad is an American diplomat. I believe he was from Germany originally. Mm-hmm. And her mom was an interpreter for the Nixon White House administration. Yep. They were very involved cool. in all of that. Yes. Um, Great Falls is located 12 miles from D.C. Yes. I, like how I you... don't have the article in front of me either. I think I referenced the article the last time we recorded this, so I hope I remember everything. That's fine. You have to be accurate. But we're going to post the article link um, wherever we post it, wherever yeah. you post reference sources. <laughs> we'll decide later. <laughs> we'll decide later. Um, so on that day, Tasha and her other sister, the older sister, boarded the bus to Madeira School in Great Falls, Virginia. Um, from their home in Arlington, Virginia. So, they didn't live right by the school, but because Madeira is a private boarding day school, a lot of those a lot of those types of schools in the area go further out to pick up their students. Mm-hmm. And if I remember, you're actually very obsessed with the school for no reason. Yes. Yes, so let me go to my school notes. Oh yeah, she has a whole section of her notes about the school. Listen, so I started looking up the school. Before I talk about the school, actually, (laughs) I have notes here. Um, I put just within the article, a lot of this information also comes from a letter written by Susan Craig, which which was a classmate of Tasha at the Mm -hmm. time. So... Every year or every time, I guess, the stupid douchebag gets resentenced or whatever. Um, I don't know the proper terms. I'm sorry. I'll learn my terms. I'll learn my legal terms throughout this. (laughs) Hopefully soon. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't know any either. It's fine. Yeah. So they, the friends and family of Tasha, have to write a letter to make sure he stays in jail. I know there's a more proper term to say that. (laughs) But this is where um, that letter comes from. So, about the school. The school's pretty popping, y'all. Like, for real. It's expensive. <laughs> it's That's very what it expensive. Is. I'll get to the prices because this has nothing to do with the case. But me talking about the school will give you a better idea of the location and the area, what type of area they were in, in terms of what type of people went to that school. Um, but it also gives you an idea of how large the school was, mm-hmm. and that will make more sense later on in the episode. You know how people measure um, distances by the length of a football field? How yes. many football fields will you say this school is? Girl, that is a hard-ass <laughs> question. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Why don't you Google it? What is, what is 376 acres? Measured in football fields. <laughs> or how many how many football fields equal an acre? Or vice versa. What's what's bigger, a football field or an acre? We're gonna see. 
So while she's looking that up, I'll talk about the school a little bit more. So like I mentioned, the school is an all-girls private boarding and day school. So that means girls can come in from other types of states, cities, counties, even countries. Um, this school does take international students and they are all boarded there. Or if you live within the immediate area or close enough, it can become a day school for you. So you just go during the day and then go home at night and then do it all over again, Monday through Friday. Um, like I said, the school is 12 miles outside of DC and the school is known for its co-curriculum based. So it's, it's a real world experiences and applied learning which I kind of wish every school was like that in high school. Like I wish they taught you more real world stuff and experiences. That would have been really helpful for me. <laughs> to learn that in high school? Yeah. Yeah. I, like I feel like everybody in high school should know rent, mortgages, getting your bank account See, if you don't have this. They tried to account. put that in economics class and they also tried to have counselors help you, but counselors suck number one. And also, Most of economics not all is counselors nothing. suck, but counselors in high school are, I feel like, a little bit different. Because yeah. at least for my high school that I went to, I didn't really have a relationship with my counselor. It was the mandatory check-ins that you get in the beginning of the year and that you get at the end of the year. Yeah. And unless you make effort to go see your counselor and have a rapport and relationship with them, they were they were just there. Mm-hmm. And they'd maybe, they like, they'd maybe check in with you if you had issues that teachers would tell them about or stuff like that. Right. Also, intermission. Yes. How many acres did you say it was? 376. So it's close to th- about... 302 football fields so 400 acres is 302 football fields so it'll be a little less than that oh i still heard you sniffle i know it was so slight i'm so sorry i'm so sniffly um that's interesting so yeah it's very large mm-hmm. <laughs> um for the 2020 slash 2021 year Um, 319 students are enrolled. Here's the tuition. Are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. You hear my claps? Yes. (laughs) So the boarding school tuition per year is $62,000. That's like college level. And the day school per year is $47,310. Freaking wild. My face I mean, it's is kind. Of, I know your face. If you can, <laughs> your face is wild, um, but that's pretty expected, I guess, for a private school like yeah. that. And how much is included? Also, I've said I'm gonna say this now. For being so expensive and being a private school that's taking care of all these kids, that their parents pay so much money for them to go. Yeah. You would think they would just protect them better <laughs> with, like, security and stuff. I agree. Yes. I will, Once I start talking about the case and what happened, y'all will probably yeah, start thinking the same thing. It's a little bit thing. of foreshadowing for the future. Yeah. But then again, like, I don't I don't know. I'm a 90s baby. I don't know how school was back then. In the, we should ask mom. In oh, the 70s true. and 60s and stuff like that. I guess she didn't go to school here in the U.S. No, so then it would be completely different than <laughs> yeah. she was in a different country. Never mind. The Philippines, we're from the Philippines, and school there was probably wild. She'd be crossing mountains and shit to get to school, oh bruh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
So that's the school. It's very large. Very large, very expensive. About um, 300 football fields to be exact. Yes, yes. So a part of the school, they have different buildings. They have like a chapel. They have um, an auditorium. They have places that people can live, of course, because it was also a boarding school. Mm-hmm. They had a horse ring, and they still do have a horse ring. Um, yeah, it's like a farm. See <laughs> how? Yes. Uh, but Tasha had, on that day, Tasha had gone to the chapel for a mandatory meeting before lunch, which I guess that was just the thing that students went to do every day before lunch. And that chapel is on top of a very steep hill. And she had taken the time to walk a school bike up to the chapel. So, kids do this. <laughs> they get more workout than we do. Literally. So I guess the school issues use school bikes. And I guess each student has an individual school bike if they choose to have one. I'm just assuming all of this, by the way. Like, I don't know if it's actually a thing. Mm-hmm. But students would bring their bikes up to the top of the hill... So then when the meeting was over, they could all just ride down the hill to the dining hall for lunch. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I had to pee, y'all. Sorry. (laughs) I couldn't hold it in. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So where was I? I was talking about the chapel. So all the students would go up the hill with their bikes. And then at the end of the mandatory meeting, they'd ride down the hill straight into the dining room <laughs> is, that, is that how they do it they that's just how go i imagine down it. and then they just swoop in through the straight, doors right and then they grab their lunchies and then go their lunchies <laughs> their okay. lunchies so she went to go do the same thing mm-hmm. you know she had the meeting and everything she was at the meeting but tasha never made it to lunch mm. very upsetting yeah What's up, Taff? You hear my notes? ASMR. I'm old school. I write down my notes. Yeah. But my handwriting's terrible. No, it's fine. So, Tasha never made it to lunch, and no one really noticed until Tasha's older sister that she went to school with, the same school, came home and... Oh, no. Not her. Sorry. Her younger sister came Mm -hmm. home, and she found their mom... Super angry and irritated because Tasha had missed the bus. And I was kind of talking about this the last time we recorded this or tried to record this. Is if Tasha's older sister went to the same school, I guess she didn't realize that she wasn't on the bus with her? Do you know the age difference for them? I don't remember. I don't know anything about the two sisters. But they're not twins or anything like that. No, all I know is... Tasha was either the middle or oldest. Her other sister was whatever Tasha wasn't. <laughs> and then Helen's the youngest. I do know okay. Helen's the youngest because she states that in the article. Well, then I guess they would be in different classes then, definitely. Yeah, that's true. And then also, you said this last time, but they probably don't have things as convenient as a cell phone. To just no, check they in didn't have them. cell phones. Yeah, they didn't yeah. have cell phones. So that's why I assume that her sister might have thought that she went home with friends or something yeah. like that. I don't know. But she didn't get home. 
And the first call that her parents made was to the headmistress, which actually wasn't there that day. So she probably called out sick or something, but she was absent that day. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how it works in schools like this, whether they call in a substitute headmistress. I would think not, because if it's a private school and you have one headmistress, you have staff. Yeah. So they can probably run the show for that one day. I mean, is there no such thing as like a vice headmistress or something? Yeah, right. Like a a vice principal? There's a principal and then the vice principal. I don't know. Um, But she wasn't there that day. And in the article, her sister was kind of talking about how if she was there that day, they probably would have found out that Tasha was missing sooner. Mm -hmm. So after calling the headmistress and figuring out she wasn't there, her parents then called Tasha's friends, any friends that they think that she could have gone home with, and they said nothing. Like, they were like, no, she's not here, blah, 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 all of that jazz. So they actually all had dinner together as a family, but as they were having dinner, the parents obviously got more worried and anxious. I couldn't even eat dinner. So did they contact the police after finding out that she was nowhere with her friends? Or did they just assume maybe she was wandering somewhere by herself and she'll come home? So they called the police after dinner. Okay. I think they waited a little bit. Because I, I think, I mean, I feel like a missing persons case was more lax back then. Like everything was. Like everything was. Because, um, you know, you had hitchhiking... You had teenagers that would run off all the time. Mm-hmm. We don't have hitchhiking much here anymore, like, during these times. We still have the runaway teen and stuff, but I feel like people are more high alert yeah. if someone goes missing. Aside from back then, because like you said, there were no cell phones or anything mm-hmm. like that. So if someone was gone, you would just assume that they were somewhere safe. Yeah, and that they'll make their way back home eventually. Eventually, yeah. So... There's that. But yeah, they ate dinner, and after dinner, they called the cops. I don't know what the time frame is, but all I know is by the time... Well, first of all, the cops were kind of just very lax about it. Mm -hmm. Also, they were like, well, maybe she'll come back. She's a teenager, all that stuff. Um, All that teenage crap. I know. I understand teenagers are kind of rebellious sometimes, and they can... Just go off and do whatever they want to do. And but that's not every teenager. That's, that's not, a thing. Most of the time, that's not the teenagers that go missing. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, really missing. Because if if you have a teen... And I, this is all speculation. Like, this is kind of just a thing that I've seen, a pattern that I've seen. If you have a kid, or I had a kid, whatever, that had a case or pattern of running away and going missing like i if i was at that point where i felt like that they weren't coming back Mm -hmm. then there's obviously something wrong yeah but if my kid ran away like five times before i wouldn't be quick to call the cops you know yeah um but yeah the the cops were kind of just like on that fence still when they first called Mm -hmm. but then finally um by nightfall, the police went to the school to at least do a search. Okay. And that was around 9 p.m. So, I mean, like you said, we don't know the time frame of all this, so we don't even know how long it's been yeah. since she was missing. Yeah, well, right now, she was last seen at... The chapel? The chapel. Yeah. For that meeting. Mm-hmm. So I would assume that was 
close to lunchtime, around 12 o'clock, and the police didn't go out to search the area until 9 p.m. Which is a lot. That's a long time. That's a very long time. It's a very long time. Um, when the police finally went around to Madeira to investigate and look around, they found Tasha's bike and a bag of books near the thick forest. So the school is, again, in Great Falls, Virginia, and that area is very wooded, and it's on acres of land. So you mm-hmm. would expect there to be some type of forest or trees at least some type of nature some type of woods surrounding it yeah. because it's not like they just built this school in a city <laughs> it's, nope. no great falls area is uh it's right off of a river the potomac river and the school actually overlooks the potomac river so with the national park being there and the national park being acres and acres of wooded land also and the school being right by it, it's it's just woods. <laughs> it's gigantic amount of woods. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they, they were searching and then it rained really hard and heavy that night and it rained so hard that the search dogs couldn't pick up any sense and they actually called off the search. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly how long the search went on for, but at some point they were just like, listen, we're not getting anything anymore. We're we're calling in a day and we'll come back tomorrow. Yeah. Um, The parents didn't like that, obviously. So- I mean, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. and, And the parents had already been at the campus already. Again, I don't know the time frame. That's what it said in the article that they had already been there one uh, that day trying to search for her, and they were arguing. When the search was called off, they were arguing about, you know, when when they should go back, what they should do, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, the mom urged the father to go back and search, but by the time that happened, it was around six a.m. that they returned to Madeira, and they actually brought. Uh, Tasha's dog. It was in the article. It said beloved golden retriever. So this dog freaking loved her. I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, they went back at six a.m. and unfortunately, within minutes, the dog, which was named Tilly, or which is named Tilly, I don't know if it's still alive, but Tilly, the golden retriever, did find Tasha's body. Um, on Tuesday, October thirtieth, Tasha's body was found and it was battered, bruised, scraped up and everything. There was dirt all over her. Um, Her body was nude from the waist down. Tasha's body was also bound by blanket scraps and tied to a tree. And her hands were so tight that they were black. And there were dozens of cross-shaped puncture wounds found around her like chest area, her lower chest area and her back. And from the article, um, her sister stated that it, it must have been some type of, like a Phillips screwdriver. That makes me feel achy. It, right? It's terrible. Yeah. Of all the things, a screwdriver. Like, who the fuck just I know. pulls out a screwdriver like that? Well, obviously crazy people, psychopaths. Yeah. Which is probably what this person well, is. I was thinking about it, and I'm like, with what she was tied with, what she was tortured with, it all kind of sounds like this guy might might have done it on a whim. Mm-hmm. Like these all sound these items sound like things that could be laying around in your car. A blanket, a screwdriver, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, 
And that's what makes it even worse. I know, that's what makes it even more scary, is he might have just been driving in the air. First of all, also, why the (laughs) fuck is he on the school campus? Exactly. (laughs) Well, we're going to figure out later why he is, because he is... You're right. You're right. He's just the most deplorable human being. Um, Yes. Oh, I, I forgot to mention, her body... Was, is this in my... Hold on, I'm checking to see if I wrote it down. Because I want to get it right. Okay, yeah, I wrote it down. I'm going to talk about it after I talk about okay. how she was found. So, cross-shaped puncture wounds. She had numerous cuts and bruises on her body that indicated a prolonged torture. That sucks. Terrible. Um, she also put up a fight. She bled profusely and her body temperature dropped to 30 degrees while she was bound. And what is even more terrifying and crazy is she died from shock, exposure, and fatigue. So she didn't even die on the spot. Like the guy did what he did, tortured her, left, and she was still alive. Ugh. I know. That's so... I, I hate cases like this. I but it's it's crazy to me how you know stuff like this happens just in in your backyard on a school like this can happen anywhere um yeah so she would she died from shock exposure and fatigue she endured about 10 hours of agony before she fully died she wasn't raped though but there was huge open wounds on her ankles from her trying to escape um, she wasn't raped, but she was nude from the waist down. So I don't know what that was all about. It didn't say. I don't want to. I don't want to know what that was all about. And oh, this is the part. Oh no! Where she was found. Brace yourself, so, please. Yeah, but actually, you're about to be really frustrated. So, she was found 400 feet behind the chapel. So she was literally right there. She was right there next to the chapel. Yep. I don't know how many people went to this school back in the 70s during this time. But I would assume a good amount if they had a campus that big. And they were all, they all came out of the same building too. Yeah. So so where the hell did this guy find an opportunity to just snatch her like that? That's what I'm saying. And that's, that's the unknown. Like nobody knows how he got her. I don't even think there were any... I don't know if there were any other witnesses besides Susan Craig who wrote this letter and had a lot of the information mm-hmm. in it. I like. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if Tasha just went, decided to go off by herself on a walk before lunch or what happened. Um, but she was found super, super close to the chapel. And... When her father found her, oh my god, that breaks my heart. That The dad found her with mm-hmm. the dog. No one knows how long he spent with her. Um, at least that's what Helen, the sister, stated who wrote this article. She, to this day, does not know how long her dad stood with her dead sister. Oh. I cannot. That's like... My eyes are crying. My nose is crying. It's right Everything's again. crying. Everything hurts listening to this case. Like, genuinely... It's rough. Um, So let's get to this fucking asshole. (laughs) Yes. Hold on. 
Bless you. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were gonna sneeze. Oh. Ooh, stop shit. it. Don't break stuff. Can you hear my chair rowing? Yeah. I mean, it's loud, but it's fine. <laughs> so, John Gilrith. Gilrith. He doesn't deserve to have a sneeze. No, I'm even not. pronounced right. John Butthole. Yes. I'm not even going to say. <laughs> he was 22, and he was the one who did all this trash, little trash. Um, so the crazy part is this is a great example of how many holes there are in our justice system. Yes. Because... Compared to back then and yeah. now, it's almost exact, honestly. I was going to say, has a lot changed? No. I don't know, but it was it was bad. Like, this is bad. So he was convicted. 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 He was convicted of seven sex-related assaults. One of the assaults, he actually jumped out at a woman, hit her over the head with a brick, and threw her into the Potomac River. I don't know if she lived. It doesn't say, but I don't know. My goodness. Um, I guess since it's a sex-related assault, maybe she did li- live. He, he wasn't convicted of murder or anything like oh that. Oh, my so, goodness. Um, he also abducted and molested another 14-year-old girl at Madeira for two hours. And... Later on, that whole case and sentence was a suspended 20-year sentence. Um, two years, two months later, he was arrested, and then he was back on the school grounds. Oh my goodness. And he states that he was back on the school grounds to show and prove that he had suppressed his irresistible impulses to assault girls. That makes me so mad. Do you know why? Because if you think like that in the first place, then there's something wrong with you. Like, obviously, there's something Literally. unhinged in your mind. You're not going to change. You're just a disgusting piece of shit. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, there's there's this whole hole in the system. Yeah, a gaping black hole. Yeah. Like, I, I heard of a case... When was it? I don't know. I, I listened to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> I was hearing about a case with something similar that this person had been been to jail multiple times, slap on the wrist, leaves jail multiple times for uh, being good in jail, which also, I don't understand that either. Being See, in good, leaving on good behavior. If you've murdered someone or anything as serious right. as that, like I know there's a lot of gray area, mm-hmm. but still, are we still at the same time? Yeah, I don't know. Are you gonna explain the circumstances in which he got out, or is that later on in your notes? Oh, yeah. This will got frustrate. out of jail. No, no. Like, are you gonna go into the part where he? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying no, not to fine. give anything away. I forgot to, so I'm just reading my notes. Oh, you forgot? Okay. <laughs> well, here's another frustrating part coming up. Um, yeah, so he went to campus to prove that, whatever. So when he got his... Um, when he abducted and molested that other 14-year-old girl and got that 20-year suspended sentence, 
It was suspended on the condition that he would be admitted in a mental hospital. And then he went to that mental hospital and apparently, quote unquote, legal errors had his treatment suspended and he was released by the Psych Institute without a judge or parole officer's approval. Which is just why you should like, see Taylor's animations. Yeah. I'm getting like, I'm listening to this for the second time, but listening to the second time makes me even more aware of what you're saying. Yeah. And it makes me mad. The yes. fact that they just let him walk out like that. Again, there's something so wrong like with someone, our system. Someone just decided not to do their job that day. Literally. That's literally what happened. And it just sucks. Because after this whole shit was suspended, he was back on campus, did this to Tasha. And he murdered her. And murdered her. And it's, it's almost like unless someone's dead... Unless someone's dying, it's almost like they don't double, triple, quadruple check. They don't care enough to. Yeah. Because they think it's not as serious. Which, by the way, any crime is just... It's serious. It's serious. That's what <laughs> it's, it, it's a, a crime. It's a crime. <laughs> That's Why what... else do you have uh, what's repercussions? Why else do you have jail? Why else do we have police officers? Whatever. Um not saying that every case slips through the cracks, but cases like these, the cases that we hear about, the cases that are this brutal and nothing gets done about all There's... the past crimes that these pers- this person has done until something really, really bad happens. There's no excuse. Yeah. Like, they're just waiting for everything to blow up in the worst way possible. Exactly. To try and save face. And on top of that, when he was released from the psych institute Mm -hmm. the school wasn't even notified so this guy who has been to the campus molested another 14 year old girl before tasha wasn't the school wasn't even notified which is the reason why he was able to get back onto school because they weren't on high alert exactly they thought he was in jail they thought that he was detained somewhere and didn't think that he would come back. Oh my goodness. It's crazy. It, I could talk on and on about it, but yeah. we'll have plenty of more cases to yeah, talk about. This would about. be like 20 hours long if we went on. Right. So, finally, he was sentenced to 50 years. He wasn't even sentenced to life. That's dumb. With all of the crimes that he's committed, yeah. and after being admitted to mental hospital... Barely. He was there for like two seconds. Literally. And then doing it again. I just like... I mean, sure, I don't know how the justum... The justum... The the justice system works. (laughs) Like, from step to step to step. We don't know the details about it. But it's it's fairly... I feel like it should be black. Not black and white. That's the wrong term. Because it's definitely not black and white. But at least for for cases that are such... high profile mm-hmm. or as serious like you should kind of expect how it goes but it never yeah. does it That's never goes the is. way that it should yeah and if it did we wouldn't have all these crazy cases to talk about exactly um but this article that i got all this information from is an amazing amazingly written article um her sister's name is helen kerwin taylor or kerwan taylor mm-hmm um, but I will link that in 
whatever we wear. Where social media. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. In our social media mm-hmm. and in the footnotes of our our podcast. You can listen to our podcast at <laughs> Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple Music, and where el- wherever else. Wherever right else. now, it's mainly Spotify and Apple yes. Music, but we'll figure it all out. But yeah, that case was frustrating. <laughs> it made me mad there the second will be time more around. more frustrating mad cases. Oh my god. Don't like, worry. <laughs> There's plenty of them out this there. This is where you can vent out your anger. I so know. if you had a bad day at work, email deal us. With some, yeah, you email know what? Email us at crimesunday at gmail.com. Talk to us. <laughs> She's plugging in our social media now. If you want to rant a little, but you want to rant in small character box limitations, hit us up on Twitter <laughs> at crimesunday. <laughs> if you want to share some DMs with us, if you want to be featured on our story, yeah. if you want to check out some our cool ass artwork logo, yeah, which was done by our niece. Yes, she's, she's an amazing, an amazing artist. artist. You can look at it on Crime Sunday Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, you know what? And Sunday is spelled S U N D A E. Yes, like because a Sunday. puns, ha ha ha, and we're also posting every Sunday. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, if, if my boy is born before Sunday comes, you're responsible for this episode. I can barely get myself out of bed sometimes. Listen, you worked out this whole audio issue, so I believe in you. That was... I really hope he comes before, so I will try and get it up then. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know what? Next episode, which will be my episode. Yes, I can't wait. Do yes. you have one? I actually... I'm debating, so I'm actually thinking of doing... I don't remember how to pronounce it, but it's, I'm pretty sure a lot of you have heard of it, and maybe even you, because it was on Wait, don't Morbid. Okay, well, I'm just going to say that. It's a surprise. Yes, it's a surprise. It's, it's, it was on Mor- Morbid. I love Morbid. Morbid's Shout out to amazing. Morbid, Crime Junkie, They're My Favorite so Murder. Good. All them ladies are rock stars. What was the, actually the first crime podcast I listened to was Serial. Me too. So good. You got me onto it. You got me into true crime. You were like, yo, have you listened to Serial? And I was like, yo, I haven't even listened to a podcast, bro. (laughs) When was this? This was like 2017, 2018? When we still lived in the old, old house. The old, old. Yes. Yeah, we don't live together anymore. No. Anyway. Yeah. So. Hopefully, by the time you guys are hearing this episode, it is December 20th, Sunday. (laughs) Sunday. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, we're gonna try and get no, our act no, no. Together. Hopefully, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it because we've done this too out. many times, and I'm sick of it. <laughs> like this is the how the one hundredth time is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. It's okay. I'm hungry, man. Me too. I'm only hungry. Let's go eat. All right. I think that should be the ending of our episodes. It's because we're gonna be recording this at the same time all the time. So yeah, let's go eat. Yeah, let's eat. And eat, too. You guys, make sure you eat, stay hydrated. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We're still in a pandemic. Keep your mask on. Keep your mask on. Six feet apart. Social distancing. Yo, 12 feet apart. Let's double that shit. Let's make it 24 feet apart. 24 feet. (laughs) All right, you're wild. Okay, we're going to eat. Okay, You bye. should eat, too. Send us a message if you want to talk. Do you yes, have please. any recommendations for a All of the story? Things. All right. Bye.